you doing? How's your week going so far? And how did you enjoy the last episode where we got to dive into mental health and we are talking about why you should be single? Ali, have you been single, Mandem? Uh, not up till recently. And um, yeah, been in a relationship for the last few months. And uh, Why are you so blushing? Far, Why are you blushing so and talking? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not Man blushing. Man is happy. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not blushing. I'm not blushing. But you know, I mean, you know, definitely um, a pleasure to be with you guys um, this week again. And um, like Jeff mentioned, this time around, we're discussing about something that we uh, ultimately think would uh, improve our our mental health and uh, why sometimes it's better to be single for some time um, for, for many, many reasons. And we need to be intentional about that. And um, because it's basically probably what we need at that specific time. So have you been single? For yes. how long? What's the longest period you've actually I've been, been single, single for three, three, two and a half years. What? Yeah, almost. Yeah. 36 months. Yeah. 36 yeah. months. I mean, it's <laughs> been, um, yeah, it's more like, you know, and that's something that, you know, eventually I would like to touch, you know, during our discussion here. Was it during and, COVID? Um, I mean, COVID was part of it. It started, I ah. believe, in 2019, 2019, 2020, 2021. And uh, clearly COVID didn't help. And uh, But I must admit that, you know, I mean, even prior to to COVID, I had a clear idea of uh, things that I was no longer willing to do. And to me, it was more like, hey, you rather wait for the right person than jumping from relationship to relationship. Wait, hold up. Like, you don't have grandfathers, grand... All the grands, grand ancestors that were not like... Because this is what happens when you become single for a long period of time like that, especially for people like you who are in their... <clears throat> Those thirties that we all dream about. <laughs> As in, like your grandmother starts calling you every new year, and she's asking for a daughter-in-law or something. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, it's like um, that social pressure is real, right? And mm-hmm. especially when you are a young professional and uh, you have a stable job, you have a stable income, you have a great place to stay, and on all these things, you know, that social pressure starts piling up, yeah. and because people start asking questions, um, why is he isn't he in a relationship, something like that. But uh, at the end of the day, it. It's our responsibility to get to understand where we are in life and eventually where we want to be and who you want to involve in your life, mm, yeah. right? Because building a career is tough. I'm not saying to we will have the chance to discuss about career over relationship, but at the end of the day, there are so many factors that can eventually uh, impact um, the way your career is going to look like in the next you know few years. Therefore, it's important to make sure that you know uh, mentally speaking, you are ready to involve someone in your life. Mad. Like personally, I'm I'm young, so I don't have a say on this. But I'm wondering how have you been able to maneuver that whole like the taken status that comes with the social pressure where people want you to be in a relationship, and even your peers ask you the first thing they ask is where's your girlfriend. And they're when they're handing out tickets, handing you out tickets with a plus one status to it. Like, make sure you come with somebody. Like that's what I said. You know, you have to be intentional about where you are relationship wise. Mm-hmm. There is no such thing like hiding anything, and you need to be very clear about 
where you are and how happy you are at that specific moment. Again, to me, a relationship is one of the biggest commitment that is there, right? Okay. Therefore, it is important actually to make sure that you are mentally fully committed to the person that you are involving uh, uh, in, in whatever relationship that you decide to build. And for me, it wasn't more about hiding anything. I wasn't hiding anything. I was just clear about the fact that at this specific time of, of my life, I'd rather be single to face whatever I needed to face. What that was the mental. I mean, career-wise, you know, I mean, you know, and I've, I've probably at the during the introduction spoke a little bit of my background. Originally from West Africa, French-speaking country, moved to the U.S. at some point for my studies, work in Germany, work in Zimbabwe, work in Senegal. I was moving a lot. And my work required me actually to move a lot. And yeah. all my emotions were being poured into my job. Therefore, being in a relationship meant that I needed to commit to a specific place Location. or to accommodate that specific place. And during that time, let's say four or five years ago, uh, I wasn't ready to do that. Therefore, I was like, I'm choosing my career because... That's what is important for me at this specific time of my life. That's interesting. Uh, because most people would then just be like, you know, I get a job offer. For example, you get a job over in the States. Because mm-hmm. you actually started in the States. And then you have a girlfriend who might be living in that particular location. And when you tell them that, no, I want to go and be an entrepreneur mm-hmm. in Africa, mm-hmm. they won't get to... How, how would you handle such type of a situation? Because I feel like it will come with a lot of pressure, one, from um, your primary relationship where they're trying to say, look, you can't leave because there's going to be a long distance. And most people really don't want to commit to that emotion of like a long distance because especially when you're like on a time zone, that's like six, seven hours distance where someone is waking up and the other person is retiring to bed. Most people then don't want to commit to all of that. So you're saying you never at one point said, you know what, I have a girlfriend, let's say in Zimbabwe or in Botswana. I am not going to take an international job. I have decided to stay in Zimbabwe. And that's one one more reason why one should prefer to be single. <laughs> I've always I've always said and I've always been clear about that one, you know, um at Sometimes mm-hmm. in our individual lives, we'll have to make bold decisions. And one of them is deciding to, 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 to involve someone uh, in, in, your life. in your life. And what I've always said is that when you are in your 20s, you you should always go for whatever makes sense for you career-wise. Right. And mm-hmm. if you can accommodate it and still be performing at the highest level, please do so. But if you have to choose, please go for your career and build that thing and make sure that it's solid enough. Again, the right person will see value in whatever location that you're in, as opposed to you having to literally move to a, a, a specific place to accommodate anyone. Yeah. And I think that, you know, it's a sacrifice that oftentimes isn't worth it. And the history has shown that, you know, uh, most relationships, you know, that involve someone making sacrifice for something usually don't last. Don't last. 
Okay. So being single has clearly its advantages. I'm not saying that it should be always like that. I know very well, even in your 20s, oftentimes you will find it's a very supportive, you know, um, companion. Let's say it could be a girlfriend or boyfriend who is willing to support you throughout that specific, you know, uh, period. Uh, but again, most of the time it's not the case. Therefore, it is important for you as an individual to make sure that you are in the best possible situation um, to make a decision that is going to serve you uh, in the future. Individually. Mm. So if you are to highlight like three certain things, yeah, three key reasons why you then made a conscious decision to be single, like in your career, what can you break them down to be? Um, to me, to me, the first one is um, peace of mind. Mm, At some point uh, of my career, I was going through a lot, um, career um, work-wise, workload. And therefore, you know, I didn't necessarily have enough time to accommodate another person, person, emotion and and so on. So therefore, I made a conscious decision to say, hey, I'm going to be single because I don't want to bring anyone into my misery. Because it wasn't necessarily like, you know, all cool and stuff, you know, it was very intense. I didn't want to get anyone involved, you know, into whatever going through. That, that was one of one, 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 one reason. Yeah. Another reason is could even be financial. You know, I was building. I was at a very early stage of my career. And uh, I'm not saying that relationship are financials. They are not, actually. And uh, But whatever uh, girl that I was basically looking at dating, um, they were either living outside my primary location. Therefore, there was a big implication for me having to travel all the time. Back and forth. You know, I didn't necessarily have the financial mean. Not that I didn't have the financial mean. I wasn't necessarily at this stage of my career where I was willing to do that. I had other plans, like building a house, you know, uh, being there for my family and so on. And therefore, actually, you know, I made a conscious decision not to move forward with that specific relationship. I could have been in a relationship with someone who was staying at my primary location. And unfortunately, I didn't have the chance to fall in love with someone in my primary location. And I had to make a very clear decision on why and where I wanted to be at that specific moment of my life. So. Those are the two main reasons I would say. The third one fails to come through. (laughs) I mean, the third one, I wouldn't know actually what it is, but um, other than just me wanting to, you know, be alone to find as many answers as possible of what I want to become tomorrow. Yeah. Actually, one thing that I've just learned in, in, in what you're saying is, you know, I think it's something that started lacking on the millennial generation and Gen Z is just like messed up where you are able to to wait for that gratification that as much as you're able to fly your girlfriend first class or you flying first class to go see your girlfriend, you say this is not the right time, this is the right time to sort of like be saving and sort of like accumulating and getting to figure out who you are. Because I feel like most of the time we end up getting into relationships and we really haven't dated ourselves. We don't know the restaurants that we like the most. We don't know the type of food that we like eating more than the other. And in terms of even like self-care, we can't really get to like spoil ourselves. 
but we end up sort of like getting to a place where we overextend ourselves, where we're doing it for others and we're not doing it for ourselves, which is actually quite interesting. Like as much as you could have gotten a, a girl from your primary location uh, and you're just like, nah, and all of that. Was there any particular reason why you failed to get like somebody in your part in, in your primary location i mean I, I, you know i believe relationship are most of the time about vibes right i have a multicultural background you know um like i said you know originally from west africa stayed in the u.s work in germany work in zimbabwe at some point you know yeah. in senegal you know and that multicultural background is oftentimes calling for a certain level of diversity in the person that you are investing into yep right and that's one of it so i've been very picky in terms of who i am dating therefore my choices were very limited based on whatever place that i was frequenting uh, at that time um the second one was that um i was i wouldn't say i wouldn't use the term isolated but you know um at some point you know three three four years ago um i wasn't going out that much you're uh, in a cave, because, yeah, cave. you know it, it was like you know complete focus you know there are a certain number of things that i wanted to achieve so for me it's more like you know um yeah you know checking those boxes you know rather than you know and i had probably you know having a girlfriend at the you know as probably the last box that i needed to check so therefore you know it's more like you know did i even have this thing as a priority absolutely not not you know yeah it was more like you know getting those you know uh, boxes checked and you had gotten rid of the social pressure. So you're like, nah, I'm cool. Yeah. I'm content with where I'm at. <laughs> there's a theory that people use, not like a theory, there's a method that I actually learned of, I think last year, where you block people. You know, everyone who says, Happy New Year, when are we expecting uh, a daughter-in-law? You're like, block up, block up, block up, <laughs> one by one. You block all of them. So I think at what point then, like this is a question that I have, at what point did you then make a conscious decision? Because I feel like getting into a relationship is a is a conscious decision where yeah. you internally feel like you're now ready to accommodate yeah. somebody yeah. else yeah. emotionally, mentally, yeah. physically, yeah. financially, etc. Yeah. And now you're like, okay, I am ready yeah. to now be in a relationship. Yes, yes. What yes, were yes. sort of like the things that yeah. made you realize that, okay, okay I'm there now? To me, like, you know, it started clearly, you know, uh, with my personal career. You know, I mean, I was lucky enough, you know, uh, to learn a very, very good job. Therefore, financially, you know, um, I was okay. And um, and uh, and I felt like, you know, uh, I could take care of myself, take care of my family and eventually take care of a girl. Somebody else. That yeah. was one of it. So it kind of freed me emotionally to get involved. It's not like, you know, I'm dating someone today who needs my financial help or anything. But it's just like the feeling that, you know, I can provide. I can be there for that specific person, not financially, but even mentally. mentally. Right. And um, and also being there for my family, knowing very well that they're, they're well taken care of and all these things. And you combine most of these, uh, all those you know, things, um, then you, you, you reach a place where you feel like, oh yeah, I'm ready to definitely get involved because, my space. you know, I mean, I was able to achieve much, you know, for a, you know, a, the bigger part of my career. Yeah. But let, let me talk about my generation because this is something that we're doing the most. Um, there's something that we call umjolo. 
Um, basically, umjola is where I date somebody, I reap the benefits of a relationship, but I do not commit emotionally. And instead of just having one, I end up having multiple people that I get to have like the umjolo uh, professional life, if I can put it like that, where um, I go out with you. Um, you have to behave as like my girlfriend. I'm going to provide the entertainment and in return, you will act like my girlfriend. After acting like my girlfriend, you will then I'll then reap the benefits of being in a relationship and all that. And it's something that our like my generation specifically have sort of like embraced because it gets to be less time consuming. Um, I can literally have six people on dial up who I can get to engage in sexually, but I don't get to invest emotionally in them where I, you know how when you're in a relationship, sometimes you just have to make a conscious effort to communicate, to say good morning. Hey, how are you doing? How was your night? But now you're in a place where you're like, I don't have that time. I can't commit that time. So I will reference myself to Umjolo and commit to multiple partners. What are your quick thoughts? And if you're to lecture Gen Z and Gen uh, and the millennials, how would you rebuke us? It's a bad behavior and it's emotional suicide. That's basically how I'm seeing it. It's emotion. use emotional suicide. It's emotional suicide. You're literally what? killing yourself as you you are sort of moving forward. You know, I mean, in reality, you feel like you're moving forward, but uh, you're not moving. But it gets the much. job done. You know, it doesn't necessarily get the job done because, you know, I mean, reaching a place where you have to emotionally involve yourself into something that you deep down know that you don't want any part of it. Yeah. To me, it's it's a problem. And it speaks volume about even your your mindset. Right. And I feel like, you know, a relationship, modern respect has left modern relationships. relationships. Right. There is no longer respect, you know, because if you respect women very much, you wouldn't want to be that person who is playing with them emotionally. I don't know actually from the side, you know, how they are taking it. But clearly, I'm sure no woman would say that, you know, um, I just want to be with you for some time, you know, until you are ready to move to the, 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 the next, next woman. So to me, it's, 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 it speaks, it, it speaks volume about how we view women generally in our society. At some point I said, I wasn't mentally ready to be in a relationship. Therefore, I don't want to make another human being suffer because I wasn't mentally ready. Yeah. Therefore, I said, I'd rather take that suffering on myself rather than involve someone. If you know very well that you are not ready for a relationship, please don't play with people, women emotion. And that's basically, you know, my take, you know, whatever you're calling them, Gen Z, Gen Y, Gen X, <laughs> I don't know. But what I do know is that actually, you know, it calls for responsibility. And we as a society need to start treating each other better. And it starts by being true to ourselves. So I am not put for whatever you're calling it, umjolo or whatever. Jolo. Yeah, so, you know, I mean... Nah, you have to learn no. how to say properly. No, 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 um, no, no, no. If you don't <laughs> feel like you can commit to someone, please don't get into a relationship. Don't get into a relationship. Yeah. I think there are a couple of people that are in that space where they are single and they li- literally listen to this podcast and they're now asking, you're telling them that they shouldn't be committing into a relationship because of X, Y, Z. Um, they're not ready emotionally to commit they're not ready financially to commit ETC and so that leaves a like a void of 
okay, I'm, I'm no longer single, but I find myself having some time over the weekends or like that extra time that they would have spent talking or like engaging in other things, going clubbing with a boyfriend or girlfriend. So what should I focus on at this particular point in time that I am single? Building yourself emotionally, mm-hmm. you know, making sure that, you know, if tomorrow you decide to be in a relationship, you will be mentally focused on that specific person. You know, last time we talked about mental health and I've said something very specific. It starts with each one of us. It means that you are responsible for the next person's mental health, how you treat them. You know, imagine being in a relationship with a woman knowing very well that, you know, you don't have any expectation of growing with that person in the relationship. So you're literally wasting her time and eventually you're going to affect her mental health. So I, I believe that, you know, at the moment that you know very well that, you know, hey, I'm not ready for, 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 for this. I would rather actually you stay single, you know, either, you know, rather than messing yourself mentally and messing someone else. So it's more like, you know, do you feel mentally ready? And, and in my case, it wasn't necessarily mental. It was also career wise because I had so many things that I wanted to achieve. And therefore I was like, I'm giving myself three, four years to make sure that, you know, I get, you know, most of these things done. And then after that, I believe I should be in a position to be in a relationship. Perfect. I think it kind of agrees with um, what was on my mind and sort of like one of the belief systems that have been instilled to me since like I was like a child where a relationship is not how society gets to put it like it's a 50-50. You bring in 50% the other person brings in 50% and the, together you make 100. But both of you have to come as the best versions of yourself, not as half-backed versions of yourself. Mm -hmm. And as you pull in together, you're going to pull in a hundred and a hundred, mounting up to be like 200%. So in the event that someone doesn't happen to be able to pull at the full throttle of, let's say, a hundred and they pull at a 70, you are still above the minimum or like the average, um, which, which makes sense. So getting to spend time building yourself and sort of like focusing on knowing yourself a little bit more um, and being intentional around that time when you're single because personally when I have been single I found myself to have an extra two, three hours that I can then get to dedicate to learning something new. Mm -hmm. So you can be like okay, on a normal day at this particular time, let's say 9 or 10 or 11 on your local time zone you'd get to engage someone on a conversation. But now I'm going to use that particular one hour or two hours to, there's something like you, you can subscribe to LinkedIn Premium. Mm -hmm. Literally, there's a ton of courses that you can then get to engage on and learn something new, right? And it's something that's going to take your career like to the next level because it can be a blocker. For mm-hmm. other people, it's just learning skills of like how to man- properly manipulate my, um, Microsoft Excel mm-hmm. or properly make good presentations, like mm-hmm. get in touch with their creative side. So it's never a waste being single because there's a reason why you're single. You get to be allocated a lot more time for you to focus on yourself mm-hmm. and even understand yourself emotionally. Yes. There is no reason why you would go buy a girl an expensive perfume whilst you yourself you don't really get to enjoy that particular perfume you smell you smell like uh, what do you call this X deodorant mm-hmm. you're using a deodorant and then you're going to buy somebody 
a perfume that costs like a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it won't make sense. It that means like you're overstretching. You're shooting beyond mm-hmm. where you're supposed to be shooting. Yeah. So I think that's like my quick take out on the whole everything. So you bring a hundred, and when you're sort of like single, you prepare yourself to be in a relationship yeah. so that you are the best version of yourself when you then meet your your partner, spouse, yes. or whatever yes. it is. Yeah. Any last words from your end? Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I think you've, uh, you've summed it up very well. And um, it's more like, you know, make sure that you're bringing your whole self and um, make sure that you are fully committed mentally, physically, and stuff. And before you decide to jump into any sort of relationship, I mean, I think that uh, that would be it, it for today. I don't know. Solid stuff. Thank you very much for listening all the way to the end. Uh, much appreciated. And don't forget, we drop these every Wednesday, 6.30 East African time. And yeah. Yes. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you very much, guys. And have a nice week. Bye. Bye. Take care.